You're listening to the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations because sometimes therapy's just not in the budget. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> Yo, what's up? I am your boy Archie J, and I am super excited to be back in your ears. It is uh, my favorite place to be. Well, you know, top five, top five, top five. I'm so excited that, you know, uh, you guys are still such faithful listeners of the show. I've gotten the feedback. I've heard some of your requests. I know you're like DMing me personally like, yo, I appreciate your conversations. When are they coming back? Well, it's back. And I appreciate you for being here rocking with me. I want to talk to you because, boy, oh, boy, we really haven't had a show since the end of June. I know we wrapped it up talking about Black Pride, and it was the month of Pride, and, you know, we were in the middle of the uprising with uh, the whole All Black Lives Matter movement and, you know, speaking up and speaking out and dealing with, you know, police brutality and politics and everything like that. But, you know, to get back into the swing of things, boy, I wanted to come in a little bit lighter, but I do want to catch up with you talking about some, some fun some fun stuff that has happened since we last spoke now you know i think i'm going to be slowly changing up the dynamic of the show so continue to rock with your boy okay you feel me now listen since we last spoke i i don't i who by the grace of god okay and i say that with all due respect i no longer live in the place the apartment that i lived in when i was in los angeles california yes i have moved out of my home environment and i will tell you boy oh boy oh boy it was it was definitely uh it was an interesting experience for me you know you know i moved in in march and i moved in with my roommate who i was uh living with prior to that when i got my first um, spot by my, you know, on my own. I was actually paying rent because when I moved out to LA, I was like fortunate to live with some friends, and you know, my friends would leave town for months at a time, so I would be just living up in the place, right? But uh, I don't live there anymore. And shout out to my roommate, wish her all the well. But it was just a very trying home environment for me. You know, we went through our own personal issues and disagreements, and we just did not see eye to eye. So, you know, it was time to kind of bounce. And it was just so funny how, you know, the power of manifestation and talking to God and that higher power about really wanting to change something and the way that it happens is just crazy to me. So I actually have been, the story is... I was praying to get out of that house environment just because it was just a toxic situation. It was an awkward situation. And it was just, you really can't live in a space with a spirit that is not like you. I mean, not, no, yeah, listen. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) You cannot live, though. You cannot live in a spirit, in a house where a spirit is, um, you know, knocking at you, right? So... I had been wanting to relinquish myself from everything I was experiencing from anxiety, uncomfortability um, within my home life for quite some time. And I was praying and I was praying and I was praying and I had planned on visiting and going back home because, you know, we're working from home until 2021 for the fall term. Right. And I was thinking about, you know, how am I going to do this? I was praying for maybe two weeks and then actually my roommate, she came to me and propose the situation because she too you know felt that uncomfortability within home life and nobody wants to live like that especially when you're on your own personal journeys of growth right so she proposed it to me and I swear to god that I felt like I felt like all prayers were answered I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulder so this announcement was made you know maybe like a mid beginning of July and then I actually did depart August 15th right so that is when I I said goodbye and get riddance to this place and it was it was no bittersweet for me it really was no bittersweet for me I had a really great room I did appreciate my room and all the things that happened up in there you know what I'm saying you know but I was like no, this is all sweet for me. This is all sweet for me. So that happened. That that chapter is closed. I wish 
the other party so much success, but just living under one roof, roof, I cannot do that. So, so I was able to prepare for my departure for the fall term because I am not currently in Los Angeles, but I'll be back um, sometime soon. Who knows? Right now, I am not there. I'm home enjoying time with my family, saving money, which is always fun, and just bettering myself. I, I find myself, you know, waking up, writing in the journal, doing morning yoga, preparing myself with that elevator jazz music because, you know, I am that centered, uh, let's focus on self and wealth and, and health and mental being. I'm that Negro. So <laughs> I'm like, yes, let's start our day productive so we won't have to kill a bitch. Um, and that, that's that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm focused on that. And I did, I drove, across, let, me, let me tell you something. I drove across the country. Yes, once again, second time in my life. The first time I drove, I drove out there February when I went back for my job. And this time, you know, I was like, I looked into options of shipping my car. And I was like, you know what? It's cheaper to drive. I'll go this route. I've never seen this route before. I like seeing the world that I live in and the country, if I can at all, you know, one time. And I was able to drive the whole entire 22 plus hours by myself. Stopped in New Mexico. Midway stop. Uh, it was like 10 hours. And then I broke it up with 20... It was like 10 hours from L.A. to New Mexico. And then from New Mexico, it was 12 hours to Kansas City. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm from. So it was very, very interesting. You know, I got the entire way. I got the entire way. The entire way. Without no distractions. No interruptions. And I got to motherfucking Kansas. And I, let me tell you something. I graduated High school from Kansas. I know a little something about Kansas. Kansas is the worst state ever. And I do not like it. I will not invite her to the next party. Kansas is not where it's at. Yes, I know. I got pulled over in, tech, in Kansas. Um, and I uh, got a ticket. But you know what? It's my fault. I was doing 20 over. That's okay. It was just me on the road. Nobody else. I was in the middle of the goddamn country. And nobody was around me. And I thought I would be fine. But the thing is, about 45 minutes prior to that when I was in Oklahoma, I got a warning. Right? But that was not my fault. That was not my fault because the speed limit went from a 65 to a 45 in the matter of in the matter of five seconds. Five is the key number here. So I got a warning. But let me tell you something. Being black in America and driving through the country... And stopping at all these sketchy gas stations. Um, and then having situations to where I did get, you know, uh, I did have an interaction with the law. I go through so much mentally and physically and emotionally. From the moment I see a police officer up until I am gratefully and blessed to drive away with my life the it is it's it's you know it's and it's truly heartbreaking that I have to feel I just I'm very blessed to still be here but to contemplate if this is my final moment is sick right but that's the America that we live in but I was like, you know, the odds are against me. I'm out here, you know. Some people got my location, yeah. But I'm out here in the middle of nowhere. It's me and two white officers in the middle of o in Oklahoma, right? God knows what could happen. And God is always on my side. And I, I, I love my God. But it is a... Uh, I don't like that feeling, and I try to eliminate it from my life, but to see people that look like me consistently are being shot at, hit, whip, hung on social media on a daily to where I'm numb to it, to an extent, and then to experience a situation that could end up like that is just, it is earth shattering so i'm here 
I still need to pay that damn ticket because I don't even know what the price is, y'all. I told myself I was going to pay it when I got home. It's been about three damn weeks, and I don't know what that ticket price looked like. So if y'all do want to cash app a brother, it is cash money sign. RGJ Speaks. Okay? Thank you very much. But I am here, and <laughs> I am living my best life. I am happier which I'm very blessed and I'm just trying to take each moment as it is I have you know new blossoming love in my life so that has always been something to just kind of you know be a refresher as I am moving forward in my journey but I am home and I am living in Kansas City and I, you know for the time being but child no I be needing my own space if you know what I mean but I'm real grateful for my family since we last spoke, I did get the chance to go to San Francisco. It was my first time ever going to San Francisco, and man, I had so much fun. I went with two of my rider guys, Sierra Chanel and Alexander Woods. You can find them on social media. Um, friends of the show. Friends of the show. Uh, we went to San Francisco. We visited Rachel, uh, Sierra's friend, who is a, a good a good, a good friend of mine now. Really adore her. But we went to Napa Valley, and we really had the most fun. And it, I just truly enjoy being who I am on this planet because the feeling of gratitude never, never, never leaves me. And just being out there and seeing the world and the vineyards. Yes, I'm very grateful for an alcoholic beverage but i'm just so grateful to be able to experience the things that i have coming from where i came from and being like the first uh, person in my family uh, cousins included to like go to university and live outside of the country and and travel to see different things and experience different walks of life it never goes without you know, recognition. I definitely uh, just feel immense gratitude when I'm able to just be in in places where people who, who you know I know would have never been able to experience. So I really have fun there, um, and you know I'm just rocking out. And I don't I don't want to I don't want to hold you too long because today's show I got my girl <laughs> reminisce on the line, and we are talking about oh yes. Oh, yes, OnlyFans, because I was Googling and schmoogling of if I needed another income recently, and I stumbled on my girl. But me on OnlyFans, I'll, I'll touch on that in a, in a minute, in a minute. But, yeah, I just want to say that we are in a, we are in 2020. Coronavirus is still very real. Um, the pandemic is still happening, although people are in Atlanta right now without masks on, okay, being fun being fun okay shout out it's, i don't know what is that atlanta pride people don't care that we're in a pandemic anymore and it is alarming to me but the political climate is happening uh we're gonna talk about some politics coming up in a, a couple episodes because i want to weigh on this real heavy we got to change the narrative of our country right but yesterday i was kamala harris is very entertaining to me and i will let you soak that in whatever way you want to She's very entertaining, and I really, really love her voice. I feel like her voice is very distinctive to who she is. It's like Obama. People, people, people. It's like that. So, But hers, and I was working on trying to get it, and y'all could tell me if I got it or not. Write me, find me, hunt me down. Don't do that, actually, because I will not like that. But so here's here's how I see. This is, how, this is what I hear when Kamala's talking. Really, really quick. People of the United States and our nation. We must get behind Joe Biden. Like, that is it! Like, you cannot tell me! You cannot tell me! That does not sound like Kamala Harris! Tell Kamala! Kamala! I feel like I should be the next SNL impersonator if Maya Rudolph wants to take a break because, bow! Ah, uh, I nailed that. I nailed that. And you can run and tell that. Anywho, <laughs> I am also getting back into singing. Now, it has been a very nerve wracking process for me to release this music, to record this music. I'm doing covers, trying to get comfortable again. And I've gotten mixed reviews as predicted. And I don't care. <laughs> but just go listen to that. It's on my YouTube. Check it out. Let me know what you think. 
Y'all want y'all want a little sample right now, don't you? You want a little sample right now? I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you because you know I always like to give the kids what they want, <laughs> within reason. Um, <laughs> no, but check that out and let me know what you think, and uh, we'll be rocking. Speaking of singing, I just want to say I don't want to touch on it too much, but Brandy and Monica, y'all did the damn thing. Brandy, you did the damn thing now without further ado I, th- I think we should get straight into the show today we're talking about we're talking about sex we're talking about only fans we're talking about sucking on some toes do you like feet play because mm, i might um <laughs> keep it a real fun and keep it a real cute you are tuned into the archie j experience millennial conversations so without further ado as I have mentioned, this is uh, the first episode back after being off all summer. And my first guest, listen, you know, I, I, you know, I like to bring people in that I just feel like really resonate with the show and everything going on. And I have stumbled across this person because I was surfing the net. And I'll tell you all about it when we get her in here. Um, so without further ado, let me just get right to it. Reminisce. See, I knew this was gonna happen to me. I knew it. I... <laughs> Wait, okay, you okay? You're here with me. Reminisce. Giradona is here live on the experience. Content creator, entrepreneur, YouTuber. You can find her at Reminisce Vlog and on Instagram, Reminisce underscore nine two eight nine two eight. That's your birthday, right? Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Is that a Virgo still? Because I know we're in Virgo season. It's a Libra, so I, I, I kind of missed it. <laughs> you kind of missed it. Well, I have a lot of stuff going on with the Virgos right now, so I'm very fond oh, of those. Gosh. Yeah. But oh, let, me tell you, let me tell you something, because I want to get to know everything about you, and I want the listeners to know everything about you so that they can, you know, find themselves over on your content as well, because I was like, you know what? This is a girl after my own heart. I feel like we cousins. I just discovered her three days ago, honestly. Um, but... I found you because I was, I was trying to figure out, you know, like, okay, I work here, I do this, X, Y, and Z, but how can I make some extra money, right? right. I, I was, I just, I've been thinking about all summer, OnlyFans with some feet photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very profitable. So I go, I YouTubed it, you pop up, boom, number one. I'm like, all right, let me get into this. And here we are today. I have to ask you, how are you doing? So I feel like I'm doing wonderful. Mm-hmm. And as far as what, when I first started doing the OnlyFans, I was doing a sugar daddy first. So I was pretty much surfing the web. You know, I was on YouTube, you know, minding my business like I normally do. So mm-hmm. I just happened to see a title that said, I sold feet pics and made $20,000. I'm like, whoa, you know, that's a lot of money. My feet never made me any type of money. So <laughs> I said, let me look into this. So I started watching a video. I can't remember the YouTuber name or anything like that, but she actually was showing proof on how she did it. So, you know, I made me a profile on Seeking Arrangements. You know, it's like a sugar daddy website. Mm-hmm. And it did horrible. So I started seeing that everybody was doing OnlyFans, especially during the pandemic. People was making lots of money. I said, hey, I think I want some of that money that they're making. Maybe I should make me an OnlyFans. But I would start making more money on Twitter selling the feed pictures. Now, when I first started selling feet pictures, I had no idea I was going to make that much Wait, money. Wait, you were on Twitter selling feet pictures? Yes, because I would use the hashtags and things like that. Now, you're going to get a decent amount of scams, but you got to wing through it. You know, you got your uh-huh. tire kickers and everything like that. But once you get to the point, you find people who actually, like, they really have a fetish for feet and things like that. So once you find people who actually want to pay you the money, it's super simple. It's like a decent amount of residual income coming in almost because it's like every day I feel like I'm just sending feet pictures out and, you know, it's a nice little, nice Wait, little profit. So you did it today? Yeah, so I feel like this is something I can consistently do. I actually almost turned it into a little business. Like, if you watch one of my videos, I told you I got, like, a whole archive full of just feed pictures because I just keep them, you know, I just keep them in a holster just in case I got to send them out. I don't want to just run out, you know? Yeah. You never know. You never know. When you, you never know. They need to just make a quick coin. When you at the mall, you like, let me shoot these over real quick. Exactly, you know? Wow. So I feel like I did 
Now, the reputation that I begin to get, I feel like plenty of people inbox me now. They ask me questions about how to sell feed pictures. And I feel like a lot of scam sugar dates inbox me now because they see me on YouTube. They're like, hey, let's see if she is smart as she says she is. Let me see if I can scam her. You got to wake up early in the morning and scam me, though. That's one thing. <laughs> I don't been through the scamming. I've been scammed before, but if you think you're about to scam me, no, it's not about to work these days. Not in now, 2020. It's not. <laughs> I want to talk about that a little later on, but you did have a quote that I took and I want to just take into my own life. You said, and I want to, I want to say it in my best reminisce voice, but you were like, if I can get some money in, I'm going to get some money in. And I admire that. I admire the hustle. And I feel like you have that within you. Now, for those that don't know, OnlyFans is a subscription-based service where you can put up like premium content and people buy into it, basically. Right, right. Okay. So how has your journey been on the site? See, as, as far as being on the site, I kind of laid off of the site for a long time. I'm just now going back. Now, yeah. I pretty much only had like three subscribers. I was making majority of my money on Twitter. But when I say OnlyFans is definitely profitable, I got a lot of people around me who was doing it. They more so trying to be discreet because they get a little X-rated content on there. Now, you don't have to put x-rated content on there i mean of course you get more money mm -hmm. so that's why a lot of people they kind of are trying to do the only fans thing because you're making a lot of money on there a lot of people will pay good money to see your private photos videos or whatever you have like i was just doing the feet on there i'm not doing like x-rated things or anything like that right. but you know the ones who are doing it you know hey all power to you that's what i wanted to ask you is like do you feel weird that there's that stigma tied to something like only fans like it's like you know the site for sex? Kind of, because at first I always told myself if I do like try to go full fledged with OnlyFans, it would be a discreet profile. No one even knows it's me. Mm -hmm. Because when I first heard of OnlyFans, it was like X rated content. So I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm on Pornhub. You know, I don't want to be like <laughs> Pornhub lady. You know, that's not cool. So I'm like, no, don't want to do that. So when I got started getting familiar with it, I see people in there on bikini, with bikinis and stuff like that. And you'll take a regular bikini picture at the beach. So right. it's not that bad. But, you know, it's people who were subscribed to you. So I had women subscribers and men subscribers. And then I realized, you know what, they will tell you why they leave. And they say, she's not posting enough content. So I'm like, okay, let me get back on my content creating and, you know, mm -hmm. put a little content out there for them. So I noticed you can cash out, I believe it's like weekly, monthly, and things like that. So it's good money coming in. Like, I do have a close friend that live in L.A. Now, she real discreet with her, you know, OnlyFans. But she's making a decent amount of money on there also. So people are really they're really getting their hustle on with the OnlyFans. Don't sleep on the OnlyFans at all. Now, I'm not going to lie. I did because I was investigating. I, I needed to know. Mm -hmm. And I, I, mm -hmm. I went outside. I took some photos. I, I kind of made it, you know, kind of appealing. And I, okay. I, I put my feet in the grass. And I was like, oh, let me get a little creative with it. And then I tried to sign up for it. I was just like, I just, I felt, I I. I felt weird. I was like, I couldn't go through with it. I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a lot to market yourself. I'm not doing it X, Y, and Z. But I want to ask you, are you into feet play? See, I want to say that because I really don't know what that is. So, right. Like, I don't know what that is either. I'm just imagining like you in the bedroom, but like feet gets people going. Are you into oh, that? So do I like feet? Yes. Oh, I definitely like feet. So I think that's how it kind of, you know, YouTube algorithm gonna show you stuff that you like to see. So when they show me about a lady selling feet, I'm like, hey, I like feet and I got two. So let me see what I can do with them. You know, so I think that's what it was. So I actually do like feet. I notice feet right away. I go, oh, this person got some cute feet. You know, I notice feet right away. But like you'll suck on a toe. Oh, definitely. You'll suck on a toe. Yeah, I, I probably would, okay. you know, yeah. it won't bother me. I mean, I've sucked a couple toes in my lifetime, but you know, they was clean, so it was it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Hy hy hygiene is important. Hygiene is important. Absolutely. <laughs> Have you, uh, what has been like the creepiest encounter so far for you? Now, I noticed that it was this guy, he had told me he wanted me to send him a feet picture. He was like, okay, but I want some chocolate feet. You know, I got chocolate friends all day long, but I'm like, why would I give them the money? So I went to, you know, Google.com and, you know, I found me some chocolate feet. Absolutely. I went on Pinterest and I sent it right on to him. He sent me the $65 and I was good to go, you know? Wow. <laughs> I said, you know what? Ain't nobody about to stop my money. I said, you want chocolate, chocolate? He said, yeah, show me one of your friends. I'm like, yeah, I got a friend. All right. I got a friend. <laughs> 
So you just made some money off of somebody's Google feed. I love it. Exactly. You know, and then I feel like now people getting creative with they putting a hashtag or their Instagram at the bottom of the feed. Mm-hmm. Crop it right on now. Got time. I crop it right on now. <laughs> Yeah. Being, being, um, like, you know, big on making money online, sometimes uh, Mm -hmm. situations happen. Right. And you talk about something, you actually kind of mentioned it earlier, the scam. And I know you have a YouTube video where people can get the actual 411, but like, Mm -hmm. how do you protect yourself? And what was that like? So I feel like, cause me, I'm an entrepreneur for three years. So a lot of opportunities, I kind of take advantage of right away. And I don't think too much in it. And I remember I got scammed when I was trying to do like this Forex. It's like currency exchange and things like that. So I was trying to work with this guy that I felt that I kind of knew him because we were Zoom, FaceTime and things like that. So I kind of felt like I knew him a little bit or knew him enough. Scammed me right out of my money. I realized when things seem too good to be true and you don't see, and it's more benefit for you than the other person, People don't look out for you like that. So typically, they're trying to scam you some type of way. And I'm so quick to send a person some money. It was just so ridiculous. So basically what it was, he was supposed to be teaching me how to um, trade Forex and things like that. He was like, look, I would just call the plays for you. Just pay me X, Y, and Z. So I'm like, okay, no problem. Thinking I was going to you know, rack up some money. That was not the case. If anything, you know, he fried me. I was able to get my money back from my bank, though, so we were good to go. Okay, that's a blessing. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> and then I just want everybody to go to your YouTube channel. I want everybody to go there. Just have yeah. a good time. Watch it on the edible. Watch it sober, drunk. It is. Yeah. It is a great. You know, it's a great. First of all, it's informational. <laughs> it's you. funny, and you walk away with some knowledge. But I heard you mention mm-hmm. the Sugar Daddy Academy. Yes. How do people I'm enroll? Saying. So now this is what. Like when I first started the Sugar Daddy Academy, I did not expect my videos to do that good. My first Sugar Daddy video, well, my second one, I believe it's like 68,000 views now. And the uh, OnlyFans is at like 68,000. So I'm thinking I'm so small of a YouTuber. I really only been doing this for like seven and a half months. So I really didn't think it was going to blow up that much. So what I wanted to do was kind of do like a group or a subscription type of thing, like OnlyFans, where people can pretty much get tips and see how they can find sugar daddies and things like that. Cause when it comes to finding sugar daddies for me, it's quite easy. Now I feel like I kind of know what's fried and what's not fried. Cause like I, I would say a guy inboxed me today, he was just beating around the bush. I said, look, if you're serious about being a sugar daddy, you got to show me you're serious. When I say show me you're serious, you got to send a payment right now. He said, I mean, you just want the money. I said, I mean, that's what it's about. You send me money and gifts. So yes, I just want the money. And then he got to the point, he's like, let's talk on WhatsApp. I said, look, it sounds like a scam to me. So, you know, I'm out of here, <laughs> period. Wow. Because normally from experience, if they are about it, they will just send you the money? Exactly. Because you got to think about it. If a person sends you the money, I'm going to stay. So it's not like I'm going to take your money and leave. It's not like I'm going to scam the sugar daddy. Right. So when they're bull crapping and they're just pretty much, you know, going around the circle, they're really playing games. And I don't have time for that. I said, look. I don't got time to be playing with no kids. And I be yeah. thinking it be fake people. I'm like, it could be a kid on the other side of the computer, or I be thinking it's like old men scratching their bottles on the couch or somewhere. I don't know what it is, but I'm not on it. Wow. You know, funny story. I think uh, it, it, when I was in college, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you start a story. When I was in college, you no, know, me and my best Absolutely. friend, me and my best friend Raven, uh, we were really trying to, you know, figure out how that whole situation worked because we were just like, it sounds intriguing. We're not doing nothing and they the money. It never really worked for us. No, no. Um, but commend, I'm commending you because that's a job. And then also I was just like, I'm a growing ass man. I can, let me go figure it out for myself. But I mean, you know, it's free money. It's free money. Because some of them don't want much. Now I noticed I always ask the requirements. Some people just want, you know, sometimes they want pictures, like just flirty looking pictures, nothing mm. too explicit. Sometimes they just want companionship, someone to talk to. I never had the sugar daddy where I would actually meet them. Now I had a guy that was a sugar daddy. He would oh, take wow. me and my friends on trips. But by the time me and my friends get in like Miami or whatever, we would leave his old ass and do what we want to do. You know, he would be blowing my phone down. And I'd be like, babe, I was busy. And it's like they want some type of ownership. They were like, you are all mine. They don't want you to have other sugar daddies. So yeah. you say, yes, you're the only sugar daddy. And you got to keep three or four in the holster. And you got to oh keep a couple of them. Yeah, absolutely. Who you busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what happened to that one guy that asked about 
your address and you were talking about your phone number is synced to your grandma's address. Did he ever follow up? See, now that was definitely a scam on seeking arrangement. He was so big on trying to get my address. Like, I'm not going to tell you where I live at. I may come home. You may be in my bushes. No, I don't, you know, anybody can get on a flight and do whatever you want to do. So I said, no, you're not going to do that. Now, he was trying to send me a Western Union. Now, that's when I was so new to the sugar daddy thing. With a Western Union, you still got to do your address and you got to still, I believe, put a phone number. I'm not sure. But I'm like, hey, my phone number linked to my granny address. Don't nobody want no granny. Don't nobody want that. So I'm like, look. This oh, is yes, you said don't nobody want no granny pussy. I was like, man, they don't. They don't. So I'm like, okay, you know, we can do this. But I realized I'm glad I didn't because on a serious note, it is a lot of scams and you know, it's women coming up missing. So I would say yeah. anybody who's watching this, be careful because don't give out no personal information. No, I don't even give my real name. I don't give them anything as far as they're going to call me what I tell them to call me. Sometimes I say Remy, you know, sometimes I twirl, you know, twirl it around a little bit. I don't really give them my real information because I don't know what they got up. They sleeves at all. Mm-hmm. But I will say I'm seeking arrangement. I don't really have good I didn't really have good experiences on there. It was like scam after scam to the point I'm thinking like people are lying about these sugar daddies. They don't really got sugar daddies. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a fraud for sure. Now I will say that you are a woman more than just seeking an arrangement and right. doing all this other stuff. Um, you, your first video was actually about manifestation. Yeah. And you manifested the the Mercedes. Yes. You know, I, I write every morning in my little journal, in my little devotion, and I try to write a manifestation and a message and what I want to give to the world today. Yeah. And I am still waiting on some of these manifestations to happen. And it's been like a year. So like, how do you really do it to where you see it through? I feel... I knew exactly what I needed to do as far as to get my vehicle. So the first thing was to work on my credit. So I did a vision drawer. A vision drawer, you just get any mason drawer. You get cardboard paper or like the construction paper so you can put the colors in. You write down what you want and you write down when you accomplish it and you put it in a jar. So then you get to see what's going on. I did the vision board. I had the exact car on my vision board. It was so crazy because when I went into the, I sold cars for five years. So I kind of knew what I need to do as far as on the car end tip where my credit needs to be at. So when I first went into the Mercedes Vision dealership, I only had a 650, 650 credit score. And that's considered fair or average. Typically, they want you in sevens when you get an expensive car like that. But I feel like mm-hmm. God was really on my side. And I feel like I spoke so much into the universe. I said, I'm not leaving without this vehicle. So I did a, um, I did my financing already online through Capital One. So Capital One told me I got approved for 51000 I was so shocked. So I'm like, my credit, I just started working on my credit. I'm so surprised they were able to give me that. But I'm like, you know, this was a blessing. I manifested. I knew I was going to get it. I told myself I wasn't leaving without it. I see myself leaving, playing Drew Hill. You know, I love Drew Hill. So I see my, that was the whole vision. I'm leaving yeah. the parking lot listening to some Drew Hill. And I'm like, man, this is really mine. When I first got it, it was so crazy because the first couple days, I'm thinking they was going to call me and say, you know, well, we made a mistake, bring it back. So I was just so nervous. And then I started feeling like, you know, I deserve this. So once you start feeling that you deserve exactly what you're manifesting, that's when you get it. That's exactly wow. when you get it. Okay. I received that. And you, you, um, I know like in, in the process of manifestation and growing and becoming a better person, you have to sometimes eliminate certain people in your life. Yes. Right. Have you ever had to do this? Yeah. I feel like I have no friends right now. Well, I want to say no friends, but a lot of my friends that I had for so many years, sometimes you outgrow them or sometimes it feel like God will take people out of your life to put you to the next level because they can't Mm -hmm. go with you. So I do feel like, you know, a lot of my friends I did have back in the day, I don't have no more. I still have real close friends that I have now, but I do feel sometimes you lose friends and it hurts. It feels like a breakup sometime when you lose a close friend like man was I in a relationship with this person Mm -hmm. it feels like that but it's all part of your growth and development for sure I want to ask you what what is your ultimate goal in life because you're a hustler you're doing all these things what what is the big goal here so I feel like the biggest goal I just want to feel like I'm like rich now rich as far as like health mm-hmm. you know rich as far as like my family is taken care of rich as far as anything I want to do I'm able to do it and I just want to be successful now my biggest thing I feel like I love doing the content on YouTube so I just want to be like this big content creator I have mm-hmm. like my own big machine business my own mm-hmm. merchandise you know the crush cancer shirts this is one of our shirts right here so I'm really focusing on a lot of things but I just want to be able to take care of my family and you know stay healthy and things like that like I'm real big on health and you know 
I just want to be the best version of me. That's like the ultimate goal. Because as of right now, I feel like I'm pretty good as far as when it comes to manifestation, I manifested so much, like to the point where people ask me what I want for my birthday. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I just want you around. I just want to feel the love and things like that. Wow. And I'm trying to get to LA. Getting to LA just been so, it's been kind of crazy. I yeah. guess it's because it's this Corona thing, but you know, I do a month in LA and I do a month in Ohio. I kind of just been going back and forth since the Corona, I mean, the pandemic for sure. Yeah. Well, so, why, wait, wait, so you know, I've, I've lived in LA for two years. I'm actually uh, home right now just for, you know, the, the remainder of the year because why the fuck not there's nothing happening in right. so like why are you going why 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 are you doing the back and forth is it just for like business purposes or just for so a lot of it has been business purposes now when i first wanted to go to la it was just like a dream of mine because i used to want to be an actress now i'm not more so an actor i'm more so on doing the content and you know mm -hmm. filming photography and things like that and i just felt like that was a place for me because that's where a lot of the big content creators they'll just go to la and then it's so much opportunity mm -hmm. now all my family majority is here. Now, I do got family out in um, L.A. My girlfriend lives in L.A. also. So, you know, I would go back and forth and do my thing. And I realized, I think I was kind of torn about leaving my family because I could have been left. But I'm like, why would I go to a city that's almost closed down to, in Ohio, they don't care as long as you got a mask on. We in and out, we eat, we're dining out and all type of That's how it is here in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. not really no restrictions, really. Yeah, I feel that. So you got the crush cancer shirts yes. i saw support black women just because yeah that's so shout out to black women just because so shout those out are to my black. top selling shirts that's doing really good now and so you're entrepreneur on the on those things yeah. i heard you talk about some sex toys too see i did i had a um now my first first business it was called tempted teaser llc so i'm still trying to rebrand it okay. now when i was doing a sex toy it was so so profitable that's like one of the most profitable business i ever had like wow. my first four months you no know, my first first four to five months i made like 40 grand selling sex toys now it did have a bad image behind it, but I realized everything I do kind of have a bad image behind it because it was like one of those things where everybody, oh, this is a sex toy lady. So how I was able to profit, be profitable selling sex toys, I had a lot of people do my blogs. I would send a lot of the toys into, you know, comedians or like IG personnels and things like that. So I would yeah. send a lot of the uh, toys to them and then I would have people do funny videos for me. And, you know, people love to laugh. So I would get a lot of sales. And also, people don't know you can promote your products on, like, X-rated websites. So I will promote, because, for example, I will promote on formula.com. But how you promote on there, you just got to pay. Now, you can target certain people that you want to target. So I was targeting majority men, because majority men, people don't know, watch porn. So mm -hmm. I would target, like, the men toys. And once they get on my website, they see women toys for their partner or whatever the case. So I was doing really good with the toys. I'm thinking about doing a revamp, but I do so much now because mm -hmm. I got a lot going on right now. I'm really trying to focus on the content. You know, my Fast Movie Royale LC, which is the T-shirts. You know, I got my vending machines. Those are really good. That's, like, my passive income. I hear that is a really great business to get into. It is. It really okay. is. Because when I first got into vending machines, it's been maybe – it's been – Eight years maybe wow. so it's been a while i first got into it when i was in car sales i really couldn't afford to do the property like i want to you know sell property and flip property so i'm like let me do something that's passive that i can make money like really quick so i look into atm i see a lot of people killing the atm but i realized to fill up an atm they say it's 20 grand so you gotta get you a loan or if you already have that type of money mm -hmm. and then a lot of people they say you know take me to my bank so they would rather go to their bank or you know they hit debit so right. you know you get cash back so i didn't think the ATM would do as good for me. So I just stayed with the vending machines. They're doing pretty good though. And you said, you said eight years you've been doing the vending machine? Yeah. So okay. I had sold my first round. So I had my first vending machines, I had got three. So I ended up selling those. And then years later, I ended up getting some more. So that's what it was. Cause sometimes it can get to the point, if you don't have them in a good location, you're not going to make any money. Right. So I feel like mostly white collar offices and stuff like that, they don't do good. People in white collar, they save their money, they pack lunches, you know, they mm -hmm. don't really spend all that money on vending machines. But blue collar, like a warehouse or something like that, with right. three shifts, oh yeah, they kill a vending machines. Okay. Or, 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 wait, where, where, wherever you get your oil change, that'd be good. Yeah. Yes, because yeah. they're sitting and waiting, they're going to kill the vending machines. Like, mm -hmm. that's definitely now to get in the hospital, you're going to make plenty of money, but they be in contract because I tried a hospital oh. before. 
And was it because you said you made like maybe like 40, 50 grand for like three, four months with the sex toys? How much roughly? I don't know if you want to say the number, but does it start to like start that business? So I would say I did drop shipping first. So drop shipping, you know exactly what that is, but let me explain to people who may not know. Mm. It's basically when you have a supplier that's going to ship out the products for you, but you put it on your website. So when a customer goes on your website and make a purchase, it's going to go directly to your supplier. Your supplier is going to ship it out for you, handle the customer service and everything for you. So at this point, storing a website was pretty much free. I had to pay for Shopify. That's my platform that I had my website on. I had to pay for that. It was like $30 a month. I had to get a certain payment processor because Shopify payments doesn't do anything that's considered like adult related or like pharmaceuticals or cannabis or anything like that. So I had to go through PayPal, which can be a problem because PayPal will start holding your money when you start getting big lump sums coming in. You know, maybe they did mine like that because it was a new account, but I had a lot of problems with the, I think I needed more so help or a team. That's why Mm -hmm. with this revamp, I'm looking into doing something a little different if I do the revamp. I feel you, I feel you. And how, Mm -hmm. how old are you? Do you say that? Oh, I'm 28. So I'm 28. Okay. You're young. You're young. You have (laughs) many, many years. I, yeah. Okay. But okay. So I'm 26. Oh, and you tell me you're young. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) I thought you must say you older than me or something. No. So, but I want to, I want to know, like, take me back to the most strenuous time that you, when you were working for yourself. I would say, Okay, so I remember the first time on Black Friday, this is when, you know, I done did adult toys and I'm doing the sex toys, swings and things like that. So Black Friday, your preparation for Black Friday is very important. So this time I just had a strategy. I had over maybe 10,000 emails. So mm. I did like a like a sale and I made like 14,000 of the day of Black Friday. Now, the bad thing is I got a lot of chargebacks. It was a lot of chargebacks. So people are manipulative. They would get their products and say they never received it. So that's why you have to have things in line. I had fraud protection all day long, so I was able to get my money back. But I remember thinking like, this is what rich people feel like. I was hoping there was something I could ride every day, like 14 grand every day, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, but it was like a great, I told my girl, cause at the time, the girl I had at the time, I said, look, we going on vacation. We were in Vegas, had a ball. It was, mm-hmm. it was a great time. It definitely was. Wow. Okay, more power to you. And in, ter- in terms of uh, YouTube, though, because you're flourishing on there as of recent, putting out your videos, talking about topics such as these, when, when, do, when does like, the monetization start for somebody who maybe wants to jump into YouTube at this point? Okay, so I noticed as far as the requirements is 1,000 subscribers, you have to have 4,000 watch hours. Now, you do have to get that in a certain period. I believe it's 12 months, and then you start all over. Mm. And I noticed how to get it faster. I remember telling them on my video, I will post a video every day. Even though it looks like no one's watching it, YouTube will pick up one of your videos and then they start promoting it. That's how I was able to get my hours. I got it on that sell e-feature video. So you just have to stay consistent. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Because when I look at my old videos, look, hair was looking a mess. Everything was looking crazy. Makeup too dark. But I realized it was all my preparation. It's still part of my journey. So I have to leave them on there pretty Mm -hmm. much. (laughs) I feel it. Now, so listen, we are, we're, we're rocking. We're back. It's, it's, we're going into the fall season and there's this new segment. Um, it's called Ask Archie. Send in your message. He answering questions. Ask Archie. Ask Archie. Now for Ask Archie, I am enlisting my, my friend, my homegirl, Reminisce, because I got some weird stuff and I don't really know how to answer it. <laughs> so I'll put it off right. on you real quick. Um, okay. So here we go. I'm going to just read a couple of them right here. And if you have advice, we'll shoot it for them and we'll wrap that up. Um, The first one is anonymous. I have a small business and my friend is always asking for free stuff. I have no problem with one or two things, but five is too many. And if I don't give her clothes, she's mad. How do you deal with an unsupportive friend? Okay, so now this is what I would say. If this is a true friend of yours, a true friend know a business need funds and, you know, sales to actually stay afloat. Your friend should be paying the price that you're requesting. So if it's a t-shirt and you're selling for 25 even if I'm your friend, I still be, should be paying the $25. And I feel like your friend is taking advantage of you because at this point, 
I'm a small business or, you know, she's a small business. I have to stay afloat. Your friend is not, not taking that into consideration. She's being selfish to me. That's yeah. what I would say. Yeah. I feel like you have to, like, as a friend, you want to support your friends in every way. Right. So you're not supporting me if you're constantly asking for free stuff because you know that it's taking money to build and make whatever I'm trying to give to the people. So if you're not investing in that, then what are you doing? You know, taking from my cup. That's what she doing. (laughs) Wow. Okay. My cup only overfloweth so much. Um, Absolutely. Uh, this next one here, I'll wrap it up. I have a lot of problems with my self-esteem, especially about my body. I have the habit of feeling inferior around friends. I also feel bad about my personality. Sometimes I feel useless, stupid, incapable, unhappy, and thankless. Besides everything, I don't talk to anyone about it because everyone thinks it's drama and that they don't take me seriously. I've felt it for years and no one gives me attention. Should I get on the apps and have lots of random sex to build me up? No, definitely not do that. I don't think I that's feel it. She has to do a lot of self-care, you know, routines. Like when she building herself up, you know, I don't know if she like makeup or makeup at a hand shoe or maybe, you know, do I do spiritual baths or sometimes I would go in the mirror, I would talk to myself. You got to encourage yourself, talk, speak life into yourself. Now, she probably feel this way because of the people around her. Maybe the people around her make her feel that way. And sometimes you can get a little insecure about your body. I know a lot of women go through that. But if it's like, say, if you're heavier, you know, start working out. That can be, like, very therapeutic. Then you start yeah. seeing the transition. You start seeing how your body gets it. And then you start, you know, get a little more, bit more confident. So whatever she needs to do to make herself more confident, do that. But not random sex. That comes with a lot of risks. And, you know, it's a lot of unhealthy people out here. So, yeah, yeah I wouldn't definitely do that. Especially not with the corona but i would say you're done you're done for sorry for ma'am sure. um but i do i i am a, a man I, and i do have uh, body issues as well and everybody close mm-hmm. to me knows that um mm-hmm. so, so i definitely think that it kind of re- really starts with you and I, I really don't really know what to say because it's a it's an internal thing you really have to mm-hmm. you know maybe change how you speak to yourself because stupid incapable unhappy those are just not positive words and you want to affirm yourself and build yourself up to where you can have that confidence and self-esteem absolutely and sometimes we are worst critics she probably looks Mm -hmm. absolutely beautiful everybody's beautiful in my eyes so i'm sure she looks beautiful she just needs to hear it more and tell herself that she's beautiful that's what she needs to do yes um and okay i have one more here not anonymous donovan said i think i have an internet stalker however my parents aren't doing anything about it i'm 17 and i am in musical theater and i did a production in january that led me to meet this guy he seems to be a huge musical theater nerd and came off a little creepy but i thought but I thought um, this is just something that you know happens when you're pursuing a career in acting. He took pictures of me and some of my other friends in the cast and posted it on his Instagram. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Then he began to text my Instagram account almost every single day. He found me at a gas station once. I freaked out about this guy. I freak out about this guy on a daily basis, even though he's in another country due to COVID-19. I have no idea what to do. Now, I would say it can just be like a strong like, you know, he, he, I mean, if he's not really harming you, I won't be too, I won't fear it too much. Cause some people, they really do have fans and they just really just have these people stalking them. Now I would be careful now how he's just pulling up at the gas station on you. That's a little bit weird. You know? <laughs> that is weird. You may I want to have a little safety because maybe he gets to that level. He's not like a regular person no more. He right. gets his letter type of level. You know, so I would be careful about your whereabouts. You know, sometimes people post on Instagram where they at. Like, it could be a cafe. They just post that they at the cafe. See, I don't post where I'm at, so I leave, you know. Yeah. I would, you yeah. Because know? anybody can pull up. You know, you got to be careful. You know, you're not just anybody. So mm-hmm. I would say just be a little bit careful. If you want to get a restraining order, he can do that also, though. I would say block him. That's how so you I'm definitely block him. <laughs> you're not about to just inbox me every day no, if you're unwanted, you know. Mm-mm. Uh, I want to ask you though, before we kind of wrap here, we, we, as he was just speaking about COVID-19, has a quarantine affected your hustle in a way? 
No, the money went up since quarantine. I mean, the quarantine didn't bother me at all because I started, you know, thinking to myself, right now, how can I make more money? That's when the OnlyFans came. That's when I started selling feet pictures. That's when I started revamping my T-shirts and things like that. So the right. money, people didn't slow up on buying things. You know, everybody's in the house. So Amazon was making money, and I'm an Amazon affiliate also. So I make money on Amazon also. So during this quarantine, the most money I ever made in life. So yeah, the quarantine, I don't want to say it was a blessing because that sounds so heartless, but because <laughs> I'm like, it was a blessing and people actually lose their lives. So I don't want to say it was a blessing, but it really did put me in a better position, I would say for that. Sure, for sure. And how has yeah. how has dating affect how 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 have you been navigating dating in a pandemic? Or are you doing that at all? Oh, so I mean, what it is, I mean, we don't really care about the I don't want to say we don't care about it. So it's not like we like, oh, we got to give each other 14 days or anything like that. Yeah, we be all in each other's faces and stuff like that. So it don't really bother us. Right. But no, we are in different states. So that kind of makes it a little bit rough. But, you know, mm -hmm. we kind of just, I'll be there for a month and I'll come here. I really haven't even been here a month. Now, sometimes she'd come here and we'll just kind of like go back and forth. So the longest we had not see each other is a week, which is a long time for me. So I'm like, oh, you know. I'm getting a little antsy, so mm. yeah. It really didn't affect me too much, and you know, I kind of feel the distance probably did some more affect us versus the pandemic, though. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean when you say the distance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's making um, get a little troubling. Yeah. For sure. You know, you like I just want to touch you, man. <laughs> you know, man, because these sex toys in the closet about to give up. I'm not about it. Because goodness, <laughs> it's a, a wrap. Oh Man. my gosh! Do me this favor though. Um, answer mm -hmm. this: the world okay. needs. The world needs happiness and love. Your greatest battle is yourself. Art is. I would say art is love. My greatest joy is happiness. I'm saying the same stuff, my bad. But happiness. Peace is joy. Yeah. How can people keep up with you again? As far as like the find me again? Uh yeah. Whatever social media platform. Give it out again. Give it to the people. Okay. So YouTube, Reminis Blog, R-E-M-I-N-Y-S-C-E, then blog, then my Instagram is reminis underscore nine two eight. So it's reminis with a Y. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love it. I want to thank you for coming on here, doing this. I appreciate I it so much. <laughs> I was just like, yo, she is awesome. And I feel connected already. So I'm about to DM her and see what happened. And here we are. So I thank appreciate you. it. I thank you so much. Like, hopefully we can connect again or even me because you know I'll be in LA also. So yes, we will. Let me know. We can stay in contact. We will. We all have a calling and your real job in life is to find out what that is. I hope you'll tune in with me right here next week on the Archie J Experience Millennial Conversations. What's your experience? I love you for listening. And until we speak again, follow me at Archie J Speaks and the podcast at the Archie J Experience. Never